turns out that diet Coke, Pepsi, etc., is actually better for you than Coke, Pepsi Zero. What? It's true. There's one extra ingredient in Coke Zero and Diet Pepsi Zero, what you call it. That's not Pepsi great. Max. Yeah, Pepsi Max. It's not great. Stick the diet. Do you know it's, what, not, just, it's not there in Coke, Diet Coke. No. I'm just going to stick to cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what you're getting with that, don't you? It's raw, raw powder. It's great. Should we, uh, should we do a podcast then? Let's do yeah, it. let's do it. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. I am your host, Roscoe Keniston, and I am joined by Mr. Paul Collett. Hello. Mr. Greg Hicks. Hi. And Mr. Sean Davies. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? You know what? You know what? I'm really good. I'm really, really good. Good. I'm glad to hear this. I woke up today and I was like, you know what? Today's going to be a good day. And God damn it, it was. I went to Arthur and got to create your own pizza. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> so good. A very vegan centric create your own pizza without cheese. Oh, you just ruined it with that one sentence. I know. Are you still vegan? Yeah, I still can't eat cheese or pork or beef. So, oh, damn. I have to don't be worry, very buddy. good. I'm, I'm, making, I'm pulling the slack on your behalf, don't you worry. <laughs> double <laughs> Thanks, pork, <man>. double cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Team. That's what we're about here at Fingigans. All right, so we're going to crack on with um, the first topic, which is, of course, what we've been playing. And I'm going to do it a little bit differently this week, um, because if you have been listening to the podcast over the last few weeks, um, you know, it, there's been steady progression on um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice uh, by Mr. <laughs> Greg Hicks. And um, if you've been following his Twitter on at Gregatonbon, you'll notice that he's just kind of jacked it in. So, Greg, what happened, man? What happened? I couldn't do the last boss. <laughs> It's, it's as black and white as that. It was just kicking my ass. Um, I've seen enough, you know, tips and tricks videos, and oh yeah, it's just getting this attack pattern down. Could not do it. Uh, I got most bosses in that game have two, one or two sort of life bars, and you move to the next life bar by doing death blows on them. The last boss, you fight a sort of sub boss before him, and immediately into the last boss, who's got three life bars and three different phases, and I just couldn't do it. And I'm not going to throw my pad out the window because it would break my window and cost me another pad. And I just thought, I haven't got enough life left in me to want to vent my frustrations on this game. I was enjoying it up until then, really. I mean, as I said before, I know I sort of defended the doesn't need a difficulty adjustment, da, 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 da. but it was just too much for me. I haven't got the patience for it anymore. And I just quit. <laughs> I just had enough oh, of it, man. so I, oh, I traded it. I traded it in for Days Gone, which is much more peaceful. Ish on the for now. on the on the final boss. On the final boss, yeah, that's how bad it was. I, I, went, like, I went through everything. I went through everything and did all the extra steps to get the good ending. And yeah, I just bowled it. And I realised that I was having some issues with it. Uh, I'm not going to say the game is cheap or anything like that. But there were there were a few times I noticed the hit detection on it was a bit wacky. You've got certain moves that could, you know, like enemies do unblockable moves. You've got like swiping horizontal ones, or you've got like vertical thrust stab type things, and you can dodge aside or you can counter them. And there are times that I noticed I've been out of the way of something and still dodged and still been hit and been like, that's what, like, what, 
I'm two feet away from him and it still hit. And there's there's cheap and then there's sometimes terrible hit detection. And I I was talking to um, Scott from War Culture about the same thing because he's he's finished it and he was trying to help me out. And he said, yeah, it's not just you. He's noticed that as well. And I just thought, no, I'm done. I've had enough. I've resigned myself to accept that I'm not going to finish Sekiro. I finished Dark Souls 1, 3 and Bloodborne, but I'm not going to do Sekiro. Oh, that's heartbreaking. It, oh, it's, just, it's, like, it's like getting to the London Marathon. All right, the perfect analogy is like that guy, <laughs> the London Marathon clip, dressed as Big Ben. Has anyone seen that yet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he just runs into the, uh, <laughs> the finish line and just stops. And that someone helps him on that, but no one helped me with Sekiro because they can't. And I just went, nope, I'm done. I think you're going to regret that. Don't say that. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you. Go, six yeah. months down the line, you think, oh, I only had one more boss to go. And then you put it in that boy and again, second down and try it all over again. I'll bet you. You know, you know I, I, I fully believe that statement. And in six months' time, <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Paul, look what I bought. <laughs> that, that would kill me. That, that, like, literally, how, like, how are you not like burning up inside right now, knowing the fact that you've you've traded the game in, which is fine, yeah, but the fact that you're on the final boss and there probably will be a desire in two months' time to go back to the game, but you know for sure that in two months' time when you pick up that game, all of your muscle memory will be fucked. <laughs> like everything you have learned over the past like month will be gone. Like you wouldn't be able to go back to that save game ever again. Yeah, it's a deep burn. So I'm, I'm sorry, buddy, but like that is <laughs> <laughs> that is I the mean, most I did, mental I did... thing I have ever ever in my entire life. I, didn't I couldn't expect... do the final boss. So like... <laughs> All right, I wasn't expecting compassion, but wow, it's twist the knife there, Sean. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. Like honestly, right? How I've, do you I've feel been, uh... knowing that you couldn't do it, you loser? Oh, you know, you've let your you've let your family down, you've let your family name down, your entire ancestry is currently looking down on you, going, "Fuck, man, the last boss." How could you trade it in on the last boss? Clan, Clan Hicks is looking down on me with scorn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a deep burn. I'm not gonna lie, but. I haven't got enough disposable income to replace pads or TVs. I've just got a new TV. I don't want to break it by throwing my controller at it. It was yeah. it was my blood pressure or, you know, the game had to go. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, but let's... I, I just want to twist it up a little bit more. I mean, how close were you? Was it... Were you, like, nearly there or were you just getting your ass kicked every time? I... The, the, the sort of zenith for me was I got to the third stage and I'd run out of healing gourds, which is your, um, you know, your Estus flasks, your blood vials, that kind of thing, your healing item, and you get 10 maximum. And they refresh when you save, uh, when you rest at um, idols. But I'd run through all 10 and I got to stay the third stage of the boss. I'm not going to spoil the boss for anybody that wants to play it, but as phases go, they get more sort of area of effect attacks that kind of thing and yeah i would you can only evade so far and then he catches up with you and, and yeah i got to stage three and i got a little bit arrogant and tried to attack him a bit more i thought i've got no health i'm going to go in try and count with some hits and yeah he hit me with a big sort of area of effect unblockable and i just went fuck you at my tv <laughs> it was it's uh, it's like it's like the old days of you know beat em ups when you get to the last boss or arcade games when you chuck money in. It was it was that you know my thirty odd well I'm 
my 25 years of gaming or whatever just rose in anger and just went ah oh, you prick at my tv just made me realize how tough that must have been because uh I remember that end of level boss was it Streets of Rage or something? The geezer had a gun, didn't he? And I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. I understand I took, what you're saying did, there, Greg. You had my I took a, I took Sekiro out on my PlayStation and I got the box. I, I was holding it in my hat like the disc, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna snap you because it's cost me forty quid. I'm gonna trade it in, get some value out of it. And I was just like, I want to break it. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, the last time, the last time I've ever got super angry at a game. And broke something was Tekken Five. Uh, Jim Patchy, the boss, is super cheap because he can knock you down and then stomp the ground and you you spring back up like stun locked. I remember I had my PS2 controller and I grabbed it by the cable and I swung it in this massive arch to the floor. And in my head, I was like, "This is going to cost me twenty quid." And I just went, "Boof!" It hit the floor. It didn't just crack; it exploded. <laughs> The pad just annihilated. And I, me- I remember I moved, I was, I was in a house share and I moved rooms and my friend moved into the other room that I was in. And he went, oh, there's an L2 button here. And I was like, yeah, that was from my pad. <laughs> the random L2. It, oh, I've, never, I've never broken a pad since, but it, it almost got me doing that. Did you tell this story to those that you traded in for? Did you tell uh, the staff? Like, game I, I, well, I, I kind of uh, shortened it down. I just said, look, couldn't do the last boss. And one of the guys at the game went, oh, is that the sword saint? And I went, yeah. And he went, oh, I'm on that too. And I was like, yep, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, I said, good luck. I'm, I'm done. Um, I did that whole, like, you know, the dust hand thing. He's like, done. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Please that's give me my credit. That's... Please let me buy Days Gone without shaming me. That's the, the, the drama of physical copies, I suppose. Uh, you, may, you may lose if you're digital. You can just like physically take the disc out and just run down to the, lo- to the local game store. Just be like, <laughs> take it off me. I do not want this in this uh, household I, anymore. I drove to town. I just rammed the cars out of the way. Didn't stop for red lights. Ran over an old person. <laughs> just like, take my game. Oh, you don't yeah, get that, the same effect with digital games. Delete. That was, well, I, I deleted it from my hard drive. I was just like... Pfft. I deleted the install. But yeah, that thus, thus concludes my epic tale of defeat at the hands of Sekiro. Oh, what a Sekiro, what a, Sekiro Greg dies a lot. What a tragic ending to that story. <laughs> you could you not say that without laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry. What a what a tragic ending to that story. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna trade it in and buy the world's smallest violin. <laughs> We're all sending thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I think my so, blood pressure just gone up talking about it. <laughs> so you traded it in for Days Gone? Yes. How are you finding Days Gone? Really good. Um, I'm sure we've all got differing opinions on it at the moment. I'm enjoying it. Two things that are annoying me, though. Uh, calling them freakers. I don't like that. Just stick to zombies. Mm-hmm. I just don't like these inventive names for zombies. They're zombies. Well, then, yeah. I suppose they're not really. They're, they're not in the undead, typical shambling, arms falling off sense, but... Yeah, I just don't like the name Freakers. And uh, as Chris Wall and I were talking on Twitter about it, the fact that he keeps talking to himself, I guess it's because there's no music and he has to do something in the passing. But the constant narration of everything is like really, really annoying. Yeah, it is. I was saying that to uh, to Jay yesterday when I was playing through it. I was like, he's he's saying absolutely everything that I need to hear, which is handy. But why is he doing it? Takes it? It takes away from the agency of the, the person who's playing it to think that because he's already narrating it, and you just go, 
Oh, yeah, it is raining. You're right. Instead of noticing it myself and going, oh, the weather's cool. The weather effects are cool. Him going, oh, it's always raining. You're like, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I'd better climb this radio tower all the way to the top. I was like, <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I was going to do that, but now I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, I better climb that radio tower. And the I wonder funny if it's like uh, the Stanley parable. You, if you start climbing up down, he goes, maybe I don't need to climb this tower. No, I just, I just assume that he just, just says everything he does and like stands in the middle. I was like in the middle of the ladder going up the radio tower. And um, he was like, all right, not far to go now. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you know, did you not notice that his, um, his uh, like dramatic uh, speech is always out of place or a little, a few few seconds a bit later? Like something's just happened that's mad. He's like, ugh, ugh. and then, like, you know, about five minutes later, it was all calm. Then he goes, oh my God, I must escape. It's really weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I've noticed. This, this is the man who was also the. The voice actor for Star Killer, so it's got that Star Wars uh, dramatic Bane, Smallville, so that's pretty cool. I do. Sam I, Whitwer. I like his. Um, I like his performance so far. But it's, he mumbles. Uh, just, though. Do you not find he mumbles a lot? The dialogue is uh, is a bit questionable right now. Yeah. But um, I'm enjoying it actually. I think it's. Um, I think it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's just an open world, bleak uh, kind of universe, which is very quiet. There's not much happening anywhere. Um, every single thing. That isn't your mate wants to kill you. Ammo is scarce. Health is scarce. Um, I went to a camp uh, earlier today, and um, the game encourages you to stealth around it and take people out quietly. But there's bear traps everywhere, and you don't see them until you basically stand in one. And as soon as you do, Deacon goes ah, and then just everyone just jumps on you. So that can be—it's a little frustrating. I feel it's quite—it's quite, it's it quite count, counterproductive. Yes, sure. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you um, when when you actually get around to playing it, you'll find this out. It's very strange. Okay. Um, it's uh, because he, he, it's almost like he wants to become a bear in that moment. It's a bit odd. But there's um, I think he doesn't. Yeah, you're right. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's it's not anything more than um, a decent game at this present moment. I'm still not that far in. I'm about two or three hours in. Um, I've got the camps opened and I can customize my bike. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm slowly treading through it. You know, I think it's about 70 odd hours for hundred percent completion. Wow. So, yeah. so yeah, there's a lot to get done, but, um, it re- yeah, so it does. Re- it does remind me of Mad Max. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It always feels like a sequel, doesn't it, to Mad Max? It does. And it does have that sort of same sensibility, um, the way you have to navigate the world and, um, the menus are, take a while to get used to because they're all on the touchpad i guess you you know that mm-hmm. and it's uh jumping up and down left and right swiping and it can it's so easy to touch the top the, the uh the touchpad and it's so sensitive um i found myself flipping back and forth accidentally which is very annoying um and i was hoping that there'd be an option to turn it off but there isn't obviously there's this little quality of life things that i think could be improved but so far, I'm having a good time with it. Paul, what do you think so far? Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, I say it, it does feel like very much like Max, uh, uh, Mad Max, which I, I think is a good thing because Mad Max is very underrated. Um, I thought it was quite a good game. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's all fine. It's all very by the numbers so far. I mean, uh, a lot of people have said it's kind of like it's taken every element from pretty much every game they've ever played and just thrown it in the into this one big sort of pot of game. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it all works... Uh, works really well. It's, it, it is what it is. Um, I think the graphics are great. I think they're beautiful. 
Um, and yeah, just the voice acting's a bit weird. And I just, funny enough, just before I came on, I was doing a, doing a uh, mission where you have to sort of uh, uh, burn down all the uh, nests of the uh, freakers. And obviously, the only, only way to do that is with uh, Molotov cocktails. Um, and so yes. um, I only had one, and then obviously you have to go around for bottles and cloths and kerosene to craft some more. But this particular level didn't have any kerosene, just bottles. So I was kind of freaking out, thinking I've got so far, I think I've done four out of the six, and I've run out of um, Molotovs, and there's no kerosene. So you're sneaking around this whole camp, not trying to make a noise, looking for kerosene, and... Uh, yeah, I couldn't find any, but thankfully there was a, a fuel canister, which I was going to save for my bike. Of course, it runs out of fuel very quickly, and I managed to throw that into the into the nest and uh, and shoot it, and that kind of burned them all down. But um, Nice. Yeah, it was all right, but it's it's a bit annoying when, you know, if they're going to have a thing where you have to, an, only way to do something is to burn it, then make sure there's supplies to craft what you need to use to burn them. Because I, I was thinking, I've done four, I have to get back on my bike, go off to some other town, get some uh, kerosene and come back again. And if I'd done that, I didn't know if it'd reset or whatever. So um, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's a, it's a, good, it's a good laugh. And um, I'm looking forward to meeting one of the hordes, wherever they may exist. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they're not too far off now. No, no, because that's, that's, that's what the game was sold on, wasn't it? That E3 trade, it was just all the hordes. And uh, so far, you haven't really come across any, so it's a bit disappointing. Um, yeah, you, you're still very early on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. You know, the time will come, I'm sure. Um, Sean, what have you been playing this week? I know that you pre-ordered uh, Days Gone. Um, what? And I know you haven't started it yet. Is there any reason for that? Have you not had any kind of motivation to, to jump in, or have you just been playing other things? So I've been playing one game to review, which is Bound to Blood. Um, it is a pretty decent game actually i'm really surprised i'd read a couple of reviews before we'd even got the code for it and was like this seems like mediocre but having played it it's pretty brilliant so you play as this captain of a sci-fi ship that has two crew that you get to direct around the ship and the idea is that you compete in this kind of reality tv contest where you have to go to different arenas and fight people and collect things and um, basically do activities for the entertainment of the overseer. And every two every two rounds, um, there is like a big brother kind of eviction. So the last two people on the scoreboard get to be evicted. And the, okay. the, rest, of the, the rest of the contestants have to vote on which one of the two leaves the contest. So outside of the whole game section, you've got like kind of relationship building with the rest of the contestants. So you can give points to people to try and get them on side or give them weapons or come to their aid should they get in trouble in one of the missions or something. It's actually a really cool game, um, a lot deeper than I was expecting it to be. And it looks freaking brilliant in PSVR. Um, I was really surprised. So, yeah, I've been playing that to review, which I will have a review up on the website this week, hopefully. Um, awesome. And obviously Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, talk to me about Mortal Kombat 11. Right, my favourite game of the year so far. It is all-encompassing for me right now. I, I find it incredibly cathartic. And a cathartic. Um, the combat from this... I, it's been a few, few Mortal Kombat games since I last played. I bought Mortal Kombat XXL and never actually played it. 
it was on sale for like five pound in the PlayStation Store. But this one, thought right, I'm gonna dive in. The story mode really got to me. It was kind of like the payoff for like decades of playing Mortal Kombat. You know, it is it is amazing to see these characters being allowed to age, but then also because the the plot t- plays with time, you have like doppelgangers like people fighting off against their previous selves and future selves and what's happening in the present affecting the past and the future it's freaking brilliant um and then you know i i understand the whole grinding aspect of the game and if if you're reading this if you're listening to this you probably should read uh, greg's review on the website um because everything he says i pretty much agree with um there is a lot of grinding to do within the game, but I see it less as grinding to earn microtransactions, more as they understand this is a game that you probably want to play if you really want to delve into it for years. Like, there is a lot of depth beneath that surface, being able to tailor which special moves you have per um, kind of setup. You can create new entire builds of your character, both visually and how they fight, so you can take out special moves that you don't like and put in ones that you do and it's so deep and i can really see myself spending a lot of time on it and it is phenomenal as far as i'm concerned probably my favorite it it is my favorite game of this year so far which is really freaky when you think about what good games have come out so far i really Mm. didn't expect to be saying that but here we are here we are fantastic uh, Greg, you've been playing it as well. Do you, um, of course, Greg, your review is up on fingerguns.net now, and you really enjoyed it. I guess you can share Sean's uh, sentiments on it. Yeah, I can. Uh, I haven't delved into the uh, customization thing as much as Sean has, purely because I've been playing the story, and I agree with pretty much everything that Sean said. It's got a very good story. Normally, I mean, Mortal Kombat's done it as well. The sort of time travel retcon thing is a bit like played out, but not in this. It actually works quite well, and there are some elements of the story that I've, I've genuinely. I'm not going to say generally got emotional, like I've cried about it, but I've generally been like, oh, wow, that's actually really deep for a Mortal Kombat game, which should, sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's not something I'd expect in a beat-em-up. No, no, Mortal Kombat an games aren't, story. They aren't known for their sentimentality, should we say. Yeah. That, uh, I, that's, that's what, the, the first thing, when I, I got through like two-thirds of the story, and I was like, they actually got writers on this. This isn't just Ed Boon with some post-it notes sticking on a whiteboard. This is actually, you know, a properly written story. It's not like trying to just shove two people to fight each other. They've actually written a decent story for this. And, yeah, pretty great. Yeah, exactly what Sean said. I I want to finish the story because I'm enjoying it, but I don't want to finish it too soon because I know I'll just probably dismiss it after that. But uh, it's very good. I mean, it's a, it's... A Mortal Kombat game with a decent story, and as Sean said, there's a wealth of things to do in it. Uh, I've been online a few times, so I've played a few fights, get my ass handed to me all the time. Um, I don't know if I'm going to put the 300 hours into it like I did for Street Fighter 4, but I'm definitely going to be playing it for quite a while, like Mortal Kombat 10, or X, as it was. I I think I finished the story, played a bit online, and no one was really playing it that I knew, so I got rid of it shortly after, but I think this one I'll be playing for uh, quite some time. I await the uh, Greg V. Jean Twitch stream. <laughs> oh, lordy. Like, oh, I, play, I play most of my fights on... So I started out on very easy, um, and that the, the, the contestants with a K, 
don't fight back at all um, when you put it on very easy. It's like they, they just are non-existent. So I, I worked my way up to easy and then got to normal. And now I dabble between normal and hard. So like that's where I am now. But then as soon as I go online, I can go against somebody who's like their first online match ever and they just kill me. And it's like this this probably won't be an entertaining stream, just Greg literally handing me ass. I'm not actually that good at it. Oh, that'll be entertaining. Dude, dude, you said you weren't very fucking good at um what was that game we played at Rest? Uh Soul Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. No, I'm not very good at this. And then fucking whack my the floor with me like twice. And and fucking <laughs> smash. Oh, I don't play smash very much. Smash me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I made me feel better that someone was worse than I am. But does that come? <laughs> does that come from experience of uh, beat 'em ups? I suppose rather than those particular genres, those particular uh, franchises. Well, that sort of muscle memory of being good at fighting. Well, I, I don't know because I, I wouldn't consider myself to be very good at Smash. I haven't played a lot of it. Um, and Soul Calibur, I think I had four when it was on the Xbox. And I played a lot of two, but predominantly I've just been playing a lot of Street Fighter. That's that's my thing, but not Street Fighter Five because it was terrible. Um, yeah, I guess it is, it's the same as being good at driving games. I guess you play one, you play them all. Uh, I can't play Gran Turismo and Dirt because they're sort of sim races, but I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to get some games going on with Sean. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, let's. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. Yes! I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> uh, all right, is anyone playing anything else before we crack on? Uh, still been playing a bit more World War Z. <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah, how are you finding it? Still, still, still jumping into it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, as we, I mean, I enjoyed the stream, uh, not stream, the co-op we did the other day, and I haven't had that experience when I've jumped onto other randomers games because there's no, no one was talking, so it was a free for all. But uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised at how that games come out, and it's nice to have two zombie games that like different contrasts to each other, like. Days Gone is, I'd say it's more of an open world Mad Max, Left 4 Dead kind of thing. Uh, Left 4 Dead. Uh, Last of Us. So it's nice to just go back into a straight up shooter with World War Z. I'm enjoying it. I need to grind it a bit more, but yeah. Enjoying it. I, I, like I said to you, the other guy the other night, I, I think that World War Z is the single best movie game ever made. I don't think there is another movie game better than that. I mean... <laughs> how, how do you answer that? I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm just. I honestly, I, I've been racking my brain about it because ever since I played it, so I, the a good movie game, like movie tying game, should have all of the good bits of the movie, without any of the bad bits of a movie that wouldn't make a good video game. And for me, that is World War Z. That is just mm. like. No, you're right. They, they have the hordes. They have the you know the the tense bits where people jump. They jump out on you. I mean, it's such a like. A really good re- recreation of that whole shit. The fucking coming, like when you see them, like when we were playing the other night and they were coming over the bridge. I was like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you know that the the whole tension building there, and that was what was great about the movie. Like you, 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 the, you, the viewer could see like Jerusalem them building up the side of that wall, and they're all saying, "You're like, please shut up, please shut up. You're attracting the zombies." And then, you know, that happened. But it's such a good like I can't think of one better. Can't think think of a single uh, movie tying game that I prefer. Than what that. about Street Spider-Man Fighter 2? the movie? Come on, man! No, oh. not a chance. 
That was a joke, by the way. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Honestly, like I, I am. If you are listening to this and you can think of one that is better, please just let let us know because I honestly can't think of one. I've been like the Wolverine um, movie game wasn't too bad. That was good. But like, I honestly can't think of one that is like on on par with how good Will Boys is. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man Two. Um. It wasn't really a movie tie-in game, was it? Most of that mm. game wasn't anything to do with the movie. No, true. But the oh, amazing that. No, we don't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I, I honestly can't think of one, so I just thought I'd throw that out. I honestly think it is, oh. as far as I'm concerned, the best movie tie-in game I've Scott, ever played. Scott Pilgrim versus The World comes to mind. Remember Ooh, that 8 yeah. uh, 360 game? Oh, brilliant. They're gone too soon, yeah. Yeah, and now we can't download it anymore, mm. which is a dick. But, really? Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm entirely sure the story behind it, but um, it's not no longer available on digital platforms. Licensing. Oh, I've still got it on my PS3. Licensing, I guess. Oh well, there you go. You've got a uh, you've got a PS3 with Scott Pilgrim on it, which means, wow, you're a rich man now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, nice one. Um, I can't think. Of playing really except for days gone and world war z uh world war z has sold a million copies in its first week it's uh it's doing some big odd numbers especially on the epic game store which i'm sure will delight a lot of pc gamers out there or not as the case may be <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, i'm happy it's doing well because it's a four-player online cult game that actually works and it's a lot of fun and so well done, World War Z. Long may it continue. And uh, Paul's review, I'm sure, is coming any moment now. Okay, we're going to crack on then. It is time, once again, for the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. So I'm going to pass it over to the one and only Mr. Sean Davies for this week's questions. Hi. Welcome to the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to get a budget that's what we need to get yeah sorry about that um, <laughs> well, I love it though <laughs> if you want to support us on Patreon to make sure we get a decent theme tune for our Finger Guns quiz then by all means go for it thanks yeah um, just given I won't have to sing that anymore so this week uh, I've decided to mix things up a little bit so this week I have 15 questions all of them are actually a line taken from a video game. Um, all of them very famous or semi-famous or reasonably memorable, <laughs> shall we say. And oh, so what the I best would like... Thing, the best thing about that is just Paul quietly laughing to himself in the background. No, no, I, I think I'll get some of these right. You know, I, I've, I've put in someone, some that I know are reasonably easy and that like most gamers will know. Uh, and then I put in some pretty challenging ones and some medium ones. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how we get on. Um, so basically, it, there's 15 questions. If you're playing along at home, just um, have a listen to the lines. I, w- I want to know which game they came from. doesn't matter about the character, just which game they came from. Um, and we'll, we'll, I will give you the answers towards the end of this podcast. Have you all got a pen and paper? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Let's proceed. So, question one, and I'm even going to try and do the accent on this one, okay? So, question one is... Oh, don't, don't, don't. I'm going don't, to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Don't, I'm going to. Do it, do I, it. I, I don't want to get okay. sued for libel. 
Uh, that, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do it. Sorry. Damn, those alien bastards are going to pay for shooting up my ride. <laughs> so that is question one. <laughs> and without the accents, it is, damn, those alien bastards are going to pay for shooting up my ride. So just have a guess at which game that features in. Wow, silence. <laughs> okay, question two. A man chooses, a slave obeys. Tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so question two is a man chooses, a slave obeys. A man chooses. Slave or bears? Yeah, it was the KFC guy, obviously. Ah, um, it's Paw Patrol on a roll. <laughs> okay, question three. Some trees flourish, others die. Some cattle grow strong, others are taken by wolves. Some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing fair. What? Oh, this is just going to be useless. I'm going to make games up now. I'm going to guess this one. I don't know it. I don't know any of them so far. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Not sure. Would you, uh, could you uh, repeat the question, Sean, please? I no, too long. No. Okay. <laughs> question three. <laughs> Some trees flourish, others die. Some cattle grow strong, others are taken by wolves. Some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing fair. Oh! Oh? Okay, I think Roscoe's got it. Or he's just stubbed his toe. <laughs> Stiff Lego. That, that, those, those last three words, I think, gives gives it away. I I could put... I, I, I know the accent for this, but I've, if I put it on, you'd probably all get it. So um, I'm not going to do it. So question four, and I apologise in advance for probably murdering this okay question four is requiest in pace oh that's beautiful yeah. it's a nice spoke greek <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> um so question four is requiest in pace you know this one paul nope. you know this one no you do no i don't what I've really done. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Right. Question five. Paul, you've got to know this one. Question five is it's dangerous to go alone. Take, Take this. this. Sorry, there's a song about it and I just I had that line stuck in my head. <laughs> it's by Star okay. Starbomb and it's brilliant. <laughs> this is uh, Paul Googling Starbomb. No, no, no. Dangerous to go alone. Cool. Take okay. this. All right, so question five is, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Question six. Protocol one, link to pilot. Protocol two, uphold the mission. Protocol three, protect the pilot. Uh, Robocop. <laughs> you have well, he has one directed, didn't he? It's the same sort of thing. That are alive. Oh, I love that film. 
I don't know that one. No idea at all. I'm just going to put a little dash. You are going to lose your mind when I tell you what the answer to that is. Okay, so I'm going to repeat it just, just for Ross, okay? Uh, Protocol thanks. 1, link to pilot. Protocol 2, uphold the mission. Protocol 3, protect the pilot. Nothing. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> was, that, was that question 7? That was question 6. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Wait, question say six. the last line again. No, don't. Don't do it. He's don't do two. it. Let me at least have He's one. Two. Oh, come on. He said, no, he said two. Come on. Uh, I'm going I'm to repeat it one more time. Okay. Thank you. Question uh. six. Protocol one, link to pilot. Protocol two, uphold the mission. Protocol three, protect the pilot. <laughs> okay. Question seven. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. What? I hope uh. all of you. The grown herd around the world. I've Luke, never I've... played this game, but um, I, I I know where that's from. Yeah, I've never played it. Oh no, <laughs> I've right. attempted to play it, but yes. Well, I've probably got it, but I don't know where it's from. Oh have. fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's gonna be zero out of fifteen for okay. me. Okay, question seven for anyone that's not Paul is: I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Okay, question eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to call it Pistol Brains in our review. But that just feels immature. Maybe Butt Stallion? Hey. Nope. <laughs> I'm just making, okay. I'm making answers up now. I've, I've actually given up. Right, okay, I'm going to repeat that one. Okay. I was going to call it Piss for Brains in honor of you, but that just feels immature. Maybe Butt Stallion? Okay. Question nine. Are you ready? Yes. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Every game ever is the answer. Do so you want to give it a bit more gravitas for uh, for Paul there, Sean? Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought you said, oi. Sorry, Sort of that, I said, said every game ever in the world because oh, yeah, it's in every game, isn't it? Oh my oh. god! Oh, terrible uh... quiz master. Sorry, <laughs> he's, the only, he's the only quiz master. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's make do, don't we? Do you know what I mean? Need a budget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question ten. War is where the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. Oh, I don't actually know that. Okay, I'll say it one more time. War is where the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. I know that because I nearly got it tattooed. Wow. Yeah, true story. Then I got talked out of it by my dad, of all people. Well done, Mr. Keniston. Well done. Yeah, that would have been a mistake. I do believe you might just give me the answer there, Roscoe. Well, I could be wrong. Was that question 10? That Maybe. was question 10. Ooh. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. You'll know, you'll, you'll, if you don't get that one, you'll be like, yeah, damn it. I think, you, I think you'll be right on that one, B. Well, only because of what you just said. But other than that, I've no clue. Okay. Okay. Question 11. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. 
I don't want your damn lemons. What am oh, I supposed I to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. <laughs> Bring me Spider-Man! <laughs> uh, no, I get that. I understood that. The reference. Thank you very much. I understood yeah. that reference. Okay. I, I hope um, Paul does. Nope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Um, right. Okay. Do you want me to do that one again? I'm going to do that one one more time. Okay. It's all right. I still want to know the answer. Don't worry about it. No, it's just for everyone listening to the tone, Paul. Okay. I don't think I know the answer either. <laughs> okay. Question 11, really quick. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Okay, question 12. Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth. And we most definitely regret that the core just blew up our raggedy ass fleet. Oh, no. Nope. Now, I know for a fact that every one of you has played this game. I don't know this. Damn, this is tough. This, this one is, I mean... Yeah, okay. It's going to be really obvious, isn't it? I can't put on the voice. I, I just can't do this voice. But um, like, if if you heard it in that voice, you would instantly recognise it. So I'm just going to say it again. Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth, and we most definitely regret the core just blew up our raggedy ass fleet. No, I'm drawing a blank. No. Okay. Oh Question God! Wait, 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 wait! Hang on. Mm. I don't think I know the answer, but I know the character, but I can't place him. Oh! Okay, sorry, go on. Okay, question 13. Now we can fight as warriors, hand to hand. It is the basis of all combat. Only a fool oh. trusts life to a weapon. Only a fool trusts life to a weapon. Oh, I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pokemon! <laughs> yeah, close enough. At least in the same year, I bet. Oh, thanks, that helps. Okay, so I'm just going to say that again. Question 13. Now we can fight as warriors, hand to hand. It is the basis of all combat. Only a fool trusts his life to a weapon. Hurt me more! <laughs> uh. Anyone who hasn't got a clue what's going on just feels like you're a BDSM guy right now. Right? <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know that, who, who knows the answer, who doesn't know that following line for me is not a true fan. Right. Um, question 14. Congratulations. You have completed a great game and proved the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I do know it. Um... Oh, okay. one more time. Congratulations. You have completed a great game and proved the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. Now there's a there's a clue there of the lack of S on the congratulations. I think it's one of those dodgy translated games from way back in the day. But um, I'm probably wrong. It is a shitty translation, but it's... Not what you're thinking, probably, at all. So it's not Mario, then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that case, it's going to be... Apescape. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, know. I do um, know it. Um... When in doubt, just put Warhawk V. Yeah. 
It's always Warhawk. It's always so it's 15 answers of Warhawk then. <laughs> okay, question 15, last question. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> Which means quite a lot to two of the people on this podcast. Well, well that means I've got one other answer wrong then. Interesting. <laughs> unless, unless there's the same game in there twice. Nope. No. Oh, in that case, I've got that one wrong then. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Well, there you go. All 15 questions. Thank God that's over with. <laughs> I really tried to make that easy as well. God, I feel like GCSEs all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an interesting GCSE for you to take. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I remember we got a note this week about making the quizzes easier, and that was Sean's response. Yeah, Sean. Listen to the public, will you, please? I, 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 I thought some of those answers were really easy. I thought like at least half of them were like barn door, dead easy. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. No? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I got a good majority of them. Oh, maybe it's just me then. Probably just me, actually. Okay, we'll see. I wonder how easy you can make it. I was, in, I was chatting to a friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about game controllers, and um, he asked me, could I, off the top of my head, place every single button on every controller, like right now? Like, can I picture an Xbox controller and know where all the buttons are and where they are, and a PlayStation controller and a Switch controller? And I actually couldn't do it properly. Do you reckon you guys could? I couldn't do a Switch one. I could do the PlayStation and Xbox one, yeah. Because the Xbox and Switch are the, uh, like, uh, the, the wrong way around. And I, in my head, I couldn't remember which was which. Uh, it's got the same letters as SNES, isn't it? Yeah. B, B-A-X-Y. Yeah. Do you know the right, best game to play for, for memorising buttons on a PlayStation is Bishy Bashy Special. Uh, Bishy Bash! I remember that. Bishy Bashy! Attention! What a game that was. <laughs> That's the <a little> idea. <laughs> Attention! Oh, I need to play that again. That game is so good. I love it. The, the disco one, with it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You have to, there's afro that grows. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, classic. that game is made. I want to remake HD. Do it now, please, Konami. Thank you very much. Make they, had it in, they had it in uh, in CEX the other day for like 58 quid. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, special. Yeah. Damn, son. Is that, an, is that the name of the game? Yeah. Bish Bash Special. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just a, it's like Wario. It's pre-WarioWare, basically. Mm. And it was hilarious. It was on PlayStation, and there was there was one game where like you're uh, a new bride, and you you're running down between all the pews, and your husband's carrying your uh, what's the thing called train? What's the thing? What's the train the, the, the dress? Of the yeah. dress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's got a pie, and basically you have to keep her sprinting, and then get to the end and hoof this pie into the crowd. It was just so stupid. Sorry, that's not like I had a bit of an old man dementia thing then, but no, it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and I was very, very drunk. Flying <laughs> monkeys. Um, yeah. Cool. I'll look out for it, should they ever remake it. Uh, right, we're going to jump into some news now. There wasn't really a lot this week. Everything was kind of, uh, all the media was getting very hyped for, uh, for Endgame. Um, and so all the game developers and publishers and PR people very rightly sort of decided to move out of the way. Uh, but there was a little bit of news from Square Enix, who have announced that they are doing a live E3 showcase this year, which is quite exciting, uh, given they did just a, a kind of half-hour, 20-minute preview thing last year. They're actually going to be live on stage this year. Um, it's on June the 10th, so it's... Is it going to open the show? Um, no, it'll be a little bit later. Uh, so I suppose Microsoft will open the show, as they always have done. Uh, but this does mean that they're going to be showcasing a slew of new games. So... 
Um, I fancied a bit of a speculation talk and wondering what they're going to be showcasing. Uh, so I'm going to take it over to Sean. What do Square Enix have in their arsenal this year to show us? Um, for sure, I think we're going to see Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think that's pretty much a given. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll probably announce um, Kingdom Hearts 4 um, for a 2032 release. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think they, they will give Kingdom Hearts some stage time to show off some DLC or stuff. Um, mm. I think there's probably going to be more Tomb Raider. Um, really? Yeah, I mean... I. From from what I've heard, the Tomb Raider is is not dead, and they are continuing to, like the trilogy isn't done. Like the, the trilogy is done, but the series is not. So I, I believe they're continuing with with Tomb Raider, uh, and I think we're going to get some of the Avengers project. You know, the whole project that Square signed up a long time ago, and it went very quiet, yes. very quickly. I think we're going to get a lot of that. I think it's going to be um, their big reveal. Will be that it will be finally showing off what that is. Because I honestly don't know what else Square have really got going on. I mean, they, they could unveil a new, new Final Fantasy, and they, they do always have new stuff for Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. But I really can't see them announcing Final Fantasy sixteen at E3. I think it's too early. I mean, we've, we've probably got another 10 years' worth of development before we even see a reveal for Final Fantasy sixteen. the way that these things go. So I hope, I hope it's good, but I, I don't... I think probably the Avengers project's going to be their big thing. Yeah, I mean, because everyone expected that last year, and uh, nothing came of it. Yeah, and I, I think um, Spider-Man and Sony's big, you know, push to have, you know, Insomniac make probably the best superhero game ever made kind of really ate their lunch. So mm. I, I think... Marvel's kind of standard now on games has risen dramatically and I know they've really been pushing the whole games arm of their development now and you know they're saying they're moving away from allowing anybody to have the license for a match three game on mobiles and they want to start building a you know a a stable of decent you know triple a games so I, I honestly think it was probably a situation of yeah this you know you, you can build a game on the avengers but it cannot be another um marvel ultimate alliance because i mean they're bringing out the third one of that and that doesn't look hot so like <laughs> make a better game kind of thing <laughs> what do you think uh, the avengers project is going to be do you think it will be a uh, do you think it will focus on the main five will it be a, a third person or a first person Will it be an RPG, an action adventure? Do you have any kind of hopes or ambitions as to what this massive, very secret project is going to be? I honestly haven't got a clue. And if I was to have a get, have it to guess, as I'd, I'd say it was going to be more like, can you remember Marvel Heroes Omega that we yes. kind of covered? So I, I got a feeling it's going to be a lot like that, but um, um, very very much um, along, along the lines of uh, God of War rather than um, the actual top-downiness. I think there's going to be a lot of mm-hmm. picking your hero and going on a mission, but that, that mission being quite linear. And if I had a guess, I'd say that different heroes could do different things on each mission, so you, there's some replay value in, in it. And I'm, I'm purely talking out of my arse here because I don't know anything more than anybody else, but it seems like the, the trailer and the kind of thematics that we're going for, we're giving off a 
teamwork vibe. So maybe co-op. So we'll see. It, it, it's literally anybody's guess at the minute because nothing is leaked, which is like super weird for this. Yeah. For, for, for a, a game to be in development this long and for us to have not seen any leaks about it is uh, either really good news, they've got a really good staff and they are really happy and not wanting to leak all the secrets, or really bad news, actually nobody knows what the fuck is going on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Mm. Do you think that the fact that they're doing a live conference rather than a video shows that they have something big to show? Um, think that I that's... think, you know, last year when they did that, like, they did a 30-minute video presentation and they had the guy, you know, standing there just reeling off trailers. You know, I, I was really impressed with what they had in that kind of breakdown. I know it was only half an hour and I know it was just basically trailers and a guy in between each one introducing them. But it showed that Square actually have a lot of stuff that people don't know Square does. Um, so there was a lot of games that, that you know you, you know are coming, but you don't know are associated with Square Enix. Mm-hmm. So they do have a lot of projects on the go, and I think um, I think they, they probably realized that last year the general reception was that probably wasn't a good enough presentation for the games that were in it. You know, we could have given them a bit of, bigger show. Like, you know, The Quiet, the quiet Man. Well, the quiet oh, man? God. The Quiet yeah. Man, yeah, I remember that. Everyone that was hyped of... about that, and then it was exactly. a disaster. Exactly. That, that's, that's like, that, that game, obviously, you kind of question why Square even released it in the end but you know the the fact that they released that and then everyone was super hyped about it for like six months and then it came out and it was like oh god this 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 wasn't good but regardless they could have if they put it on stage and presented the exact same trailer you know the, the hype probably could have been double triple what it was rather than it being in this crappy 30 minute presentation of just reeling off trailers so yeah. maybe it's maybe it's just a, a you know they've got some spare cash and decided to go to E three because Sony aren't and Sony you know Sony the, the the void left by Sony is very evident right now the fact that everyone is kind of looking for somewhere to put their games you know Microsoft will take some and then the publishers that used to go on Sony stage so like Activision obviously and uh, they still have a marketing deal with Sony. They aren't at E3 this year, so where are Activision going to show Call of Duty or what, or or any of their other games? It's it's interesting to see what Square's going to show because they have showed it every other showing previously. So they they showed it yeah. at Microsoft's last year and Sony's last year, and then they had their own little show too. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. E3 altogether, I believe. Paul and Hello. and a kind of a big old Avengers game from Square Enix. Does that get you excited? Um, yes, um, um, I, I guess I'm, I don't, I, I'm not sure, I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like. In an ideal world, I'd like um, every character to have their own separate game, like, that all kind of interlinks, like, the kind of like the movies have done, if you like, um, and they'll kind of be of a quality of Spider-Man or God of War, because um, if it's like a top-down-y type uh, sort of massive online thing, uh, I'd just... I'm done with him. It just don't ever seem to work. Um, but I mean, if you know, if it's uh, you know, I have a lot of faith in um, the Avengers license and Marvel, so I think it's going to be something quite good. I don't think Marvel just bring out any old tool like they used to, so um, it's a good sign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, nothing's been leaked. I have no idea what to expect. But um, you know, superhero games have sort of 
raised the bar now since obviously the Arkham games. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I'm intrigued. Mm, yeah, I am as well. I think, you know, I don't, I think people at this point are expecting a massive um, single player story driven adventure game in the, the kind of similar vein to God of War. I mean, God of, Kratos in God of War is essentially Thor anyway. Yeah. So kind of that melding that kind of idea. Yeah, exactly. You know, melding that idea with the Avengers, with Cap and with Black Widow and Iron Man, it will be quite interesting. I think I'd probably be open to a four-player co-op of that game, all of us just being the Avengers and just tearing through the story. That would be cool. I'd enjoy that. I'm I'm not quite sure what they can they they can bring though, because I mean, if you've got say uh, Spider-Man, if you play Spider-Man, he's he's like cool stuff. and you need to, uh, to, for the Avengers to like, really kind of work, I think you need to sort of play as each of the characters because they've all got their own powers. I mean, imagine if you're playing Captain America one time, you've got a shield, and it's all very kind of maybe sneaky, sneaky, but the next level, you can you play the Hulk and it's all big, smash, loud kind of thing. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. You'd you, you want to like experience the heroes, each of the heroes. Um, otherwise, you know, if it's, it could get weak if you, if you try and spread, spread it too thin, though. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah, makes sense. It, it's difficult for um, a studio to provide a kind of experience for each Avenger in its own entirety to play to their strengths. So like you're saying with Hulk and going to smash, then you'd, you'd have to... So to have Hulk smashing, you'd have to have your destruction physics. Yeah. Um, and to have Captain America being... Star- or, you know, Scarlet or... or, or uh, I was going to call it Scarlett Hansen then, or Black Black Widow. Um, you'd have to have stealth mechanics. It's like there is a lot in in a game for all of the adventures. So it will be interesting it could to see. Um, uh, Fine enough, I'll just sprung to mind because I think Hitman's Square Enix, isn't it? Is that Not anymore. No. Ah. But would it, do you think it'd be like um, it could be like a chapter-driven game, like the Hitman series? So, like like I said, you get the first game, you play as Captain America, or whatever. So it's a shortened down game, but it's you know a game. Um, and then the next chapter, you, you know, it's uh, I don't know, uh, Hawkeye, whatever. And then you basically they release a whole like ten chapters, whatever. Um, and then that 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 be the Avengers sort of thing, maybe. I don't know. I'd take that. Yeah, I'd take that. I think it'd be quite nice. You know, twenty quid or something, whatever it is, and you get to play Captain America. Because I don't know if anyone remembers a Captain America game and the Thor game when the, the movies first came out. They weren't great, but they weren't terrible. They were just very standard sort of running a mill sort of hack and slashy type games. But um, I quite enjoyed it. I even yeah. quite enjoyed the Iron Man game as well, to be fair. Oof. You lost me there. I was going <laughs> to agree with you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the Captain America game because any game that allows me to punch Nazis, I am A-OK with. So punching <laughs> Nazis in, in Captain America was fine. Um, but Iron Man, yeah, Iron Man was a struggle. I think it's, it's the first it's the first game it got to like, I don't know, take off and fly around and all that kind of thing. It's quite it's all right. It had its moments. It wasn't great, but it had its moments. He hoped for um, Iron Man VR. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back Super. to Square Enix. If I could just uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I would like this is just a wish list as a, uh, more than anything. Um, I'd like to see another near Automata. That'd be quite cool. Um, and another Kane and Lynch. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Just, just for fun. Mm. That might be interesting. I yeah. want to see a Bouncer remake. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's never going to happen. Um, but the Bouncer is one of my favourite games. Weirdly enough. 
because no one it's else terrible, is terrible. But I don't understand why. <laughs> it was it was funny because it's it's amazing how far the internet's come. So I remember when the bounce of launch trailer was around, and it was like, yeah, destructible physics and scenery and stuff to show off the emotion engine. And then when it came out, it was like, yeah, we haven't got any of that. Sorry. <laughs> and people still bought it. Nowadays, they wouldn't get away with that. I love the bouncer. The bouncer was one of my favorite games from that generation, purely because I thought the characters looked awesome. Um, and, and I had just got a, a better TV that didn't suck and didn't have static. So that there was the first game that I played with that, that new TV, and it was so fucking nice. Like, <laughs> I've, I've just seen that there's a, a bit of a rumor going around that um, Chrono Trigger might be getting a remake, and that might be okay. one of the things that Square might be announcing this year. This is all kind of so. Um, Square announced that they are releasing, re-releasing the uh, Chrono Trigger soundtrack on digital platforms and with a remastered edition. And this is kind of spurred everyone into thinking that there might be more behind this. People are reading behind the lines, between the lines, about the soundtrack re-release. So, you know, if you're going to remake a, a soundtrack, it often makes sense to put that on a game. You know? Did we actually get Chrono Trigger over here? Did we get it on the DS? Yeah, it's been on, on PC as well, but a shitty version. And it's on, is it on, it's on Switch now. We've definitely had it over uh, here. I don't know. We never had Chrono Cross, which is fantastic. I've, I've got it on American copy. and it's It's not as some reason it's not as loved as Chrono Trigger, but I think it's just fantastic. We're never going to get that. That'd be amazing as a re-release or something. Sorry, I went off topic then, but <laughs> no, it's fine. Chrono Trigger is is on Steam, uh, Nintendo DS, Nintendo DSi, apparently, um, iOS and Android, yeah. and uh, and PlayStation and Super NES, which presumably means it was a Super NES only release for the American and Japanese. And the pl- PlayStation One was a anthology it came with final fantasy 4 and chrono trigger and i had it at one point oh, okay cool again that was american only but a friend of mine got it while he was over in canada canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah i honestly I, I the square have got quite a lot that they could they could release they could announce i mean they've, they've still got thief i mean they've still got legacy of kane i mean that'd, that'd be, be great um obviously tomb raider they got deus ex um, they got so much stuff that they could actually announce, but who knows? Do you think we'll see some uh, Just Cause Four content, or do you think they're going to just let that one lie now? I think we'll see Just Cause Five. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> that series that that series just never goes away, does it? It just keeps coming back. It's like amazing the fact that they keep like. And to be fair, Avalanche are such a great studio at producing worlds that are destructibly believable. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those those weird things where they they create a town and you just you just really want to blow it up, um, but then I you know the the rest of the game just falls apart around it. So we'll have to we'll have to see what they they announce because I, I would I, you know I take it I I really want to play for it's one of those games that you just take your brain out and play into it. So um, okay, cool. So that's uh, Square Enix's live E3 showcase, which is uh, going to be on the 10th of June, which reminds me that E3 is not that far away now, which uh, is pretty, pretty crazy. Feels like just yesterday we were watching journalists move from one room to another in the PlayStation conference, wondering what the hell was going on. Oof. <laughs> that was good times. That was painful, wasn't it? It wasn't the best, no. 
waiting up until two in the morning just to watch journalists walk from room to room to watch a guy play instruments. Oh my god! Like <laughs> very strange. Oh, thank God that's not happening this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, them not being at E3 at all, I think, is a uh, is probably a good thing because we know everything that they've got in their arsenal. It would seem. Um, and I think their their PlayStation Directs are probably going to do the trick for for the next few months until we hear about uh, PS5, which they've announced won't be out until November next year at the earliest. So we're not going to see that for ages either. Next year, next E3 maybe, unless they have their own event. So yeah. Sony are going quiet again on us. I mean, it's not as if they need to be loud right now. I think they have got a very healthy market share and they don't really need to be going out and making promises they can't keep, which I think is is one thing that you know people have criticised Xbox and Microsoft for doing in the last two E3s of coming out and saying, "Hey, we are building the world's most powerful console, and that is all we're going to tell you." And then the next year, still having that same thing being the reason why people are buying Xbox, it's it's not it's not worth talking about until you can talk about it. It's, it just, you know, no, people, right. people didn't buy Xbox Ones because they wanted to know what, the, what Scorpio was. And then when Scorpio was announced, it was like, cool. But, you know, rumor on the grapevine is you're making a new gen console. So I'm just going to wait for that if that's okay. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's the thing. Like, last E3, they're like, Xbox Project Scorpio, Xbox One X is coming out very, very soon. And all these games are going to be remastered for it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, by the way, we're making another console. So. What? It's very yeah. strange. It's very Blowing strange. Blowing off your own toes, though. It's just completely undercut themselves. It doesn't make any sense as a, as a business to... Yeah. Microsoft have, haven't made much sense this year, but they're uh, they're moving on, as as, as Microsoft do, uh, waiting for the next gen. And so it's going to be interesting to see what Square Enix bring. Um, I, presumably, we're going to get... We've still got conferences from the likes of uh, Ubisoft and Devolver Digital and all that good stuff. Because you can't beat a Ubisoft conference. They're always a laugh, aren't they? Devolvers has been confirmed. Awesome. And Devolver are definitely doing... I haven't seen Ubisoft confirm one yet, so maybe not. We shall see. Yeah. Ubisoft are always the highlight, though, aren't they? Oh, they are, yeah. They're great fun. They are. Always yeah. just... Every, everyone should start with a Just Dance montage of <laughs> things <laughs> dancing. It's just the fucking best start to a conference. Just get this shit out of the way with first. We're not going to talk about just dancing in an hour's time. We're talking about it now, and you're going to watch people dance. Do it. <laughs> Deal with it. And here's Shigeru Miyamoto, for some reason. Oh, what a great conference that was last year. I think they won it last year for me, to be honest. It was great. Um, right, we're getting off track. So we're going to move on to... Um, 2019 is slowly filling up with games that are coming out. Um, we're slowly getting releases for pretty much everything all the way up until... Uh, up until December at this point. And what I wanted to delve into is what we're looking forward to from either now up until the end of the year. So it's 2019 games that essentially have release dates. So um, we're not talking about like The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima and things like that. Stuff that Sony are still keeping very quiet. Um, is there anything this year that you know of and that you know that's coming out which you are generally excited for? Greg? Yeah, actually there's a recent one coming up in a couple of weeks in Rage 2. I actually quite like the first one. Short as it was, had a few issues, uh, nonsensical story. I haven't really been watching a lot of the new ones. I don't want to sort of 
I know you can't really spoil a game in a rage. It's not exactly going to have a big plot twist or anything. But every sort of snippet I've seen has got me really excited. But it's always highlight reels like, here are these new weapons. Here are these powers you can get. And I don't want to spoil that. I want to get them in game and be like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I'm actually quite looking forward to it, though. Uh, the, like I said, the first one didn't do numbers. Everyone dismissed it as a Borderlands knockoff, but it wasn't. Uh, it was visually one of the most impressive games I'd ever played. And we had a rep in the shop showing us and he was so happy to show off the it's gonna sound really stupid the uh like the hit detection on people you know like most games like half-life you hit someone and they just take it until they fall over with rage everything was uh area specific so if you hit someone in the knee while they're running at you they'll sort of trip stumble and limp after you mm. yeah i remember this this was like groundbreaking tech wasn't it yeah it was and... the it was the engine that went on to become doom yeah and they the the jibs as well so you could shoot off it was one of the first games to have jibs and bits that came off in very specific so depending on where you shot so basically yes. you could shoot the lower end of an arm off instead of just shooting an arm off and it turning a into whole arm yeah. yeah it was like groundbreaking tech at the time and you got yeah. your uh your wing blades which are like the little uh like the glaive from crawl and you could upgrade them so they'd actually stick so you throw them and they'd stick out of someone's head at whichever angle you threw them in so that's 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 my upcoming release i i don't know sure. where i'm gonna fit in time for it because I'm still playing days gone and such but that's, that's out uh, in that's out in two weeks yeah it's out on the 14th of may so, so that yeah, should be not, good not far off um following that we have uh what's well let's see i'm gonna sort of make a list and uh, if you're excited for it just go hey or just yes <laughs> on the 60th of may calm down everyone we've got bubsy pause on fire Christ. Boom. They're making another Bubsy game. Not just the one they released last year, which was awful. They're just carrying it on. They're just making more. Yeah, but this 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 one's made by Choice Provisions, and Choice Provisions do their Bitrunner games. So, And this yeah. is like an, an endless okay. runner game. So it's a completely different studio. It's a new team doing it, and they've just basically taken on the IP and are making a Bubsy runner, like a Bitrunner, but with added... So have you seen this Super Meat Boy um, Forever kind of mechanic where you, you play with one button and you can do multiple actions with it. Yes. I believe that's the way that they're going with Bubsy. So it looks like you're going to have like puzzles to solve, but you only have to use one button. It's all based on timing. And it looks pretty cool, to be honest. Cool. Like, so, you know, I, I know Bubsy just normally generates a massive groan, but this one looks cool. Hmm. All right, cool. I'll keep an eye for it. Uh, May 21st is uh, Team Sonic Racing. It's oh, yeah. it's it's yeah. not going to be a massive game, but I played it at EGX last year, and I thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Racing Transformed was great. It was. I, I enjoyed that more than Mario Kart. I think at some point. It's always one or the other, isn't it? At the moment, mm. Sonic Racing Transformed was great, and Team Sonic Racing is it's a Sonic Racing uh, kart game uh, where you play in teams and you just have to beat a team that is the highest up on the track. And there's lots of different mechanics and ways you can do that. Uh, so yeah, it's fun, and I'm looking forward to its release. It's been heavily delayed. So 21st of May, uh, it was due for a Christmas release last year. So um, hopefully they're they're making it look spit, spot, and shiny. Um, 28th of May is Blood and Truth. Yes, mate. Absolutely. Is that the one that you two like? Uh, well, it's a VR game, so uh, I won't be playing it. But uh, I know Sean's really excited about it. Yeah, that makes two of us. Ample. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Have you played it yet, Paul? I haven't played it yet, but if it's anything like the London Heist, I'm all in, 100%. Well, just imagine the London Heist, 
but um, dialed up to like 11 and given you get freedom to move around um, wow. so the some of the bits that I played I was coming I was like assaulting a like a block of flats and I had to move between cover so you can look and use the right stick to kind of transfer between cover and it was amazing that it didn't make you like vomit everywhere because um, you were moving in a direction that you weren't moving but you were moving at a speed that was like reasonable so you weren't like chundering everywhere oh, okay. but it, it's it basically give you like the john wick simulator in in full like nice. double double clips ammo on your front so you're just like so you've got a belt on your front and that's how you reload your gun so you basically click the click clip out and then clip it the the gun into the clip on your belt and then pull nice. it out to reload and and like there's red barrels everywhere that and there's obviously a group of guys standing next to the red barrels and when you blow them up, everything goes into slow-mo and explodes around you in VR. It is the fucking nuts. And wow, that was a demo from epic. like I can't I can't cannot tell you how good that demo was. And um it ended oh, with it, it honestly, if, I, I highly recommend if you've not like if you've got got VR and you played, you know, PlayStation Worlds and you played the London Heist and you were impressed by this, this is the game you fucking need because it is like everything that was, but with the progress of VR for like the two years that it's been in development. So it feels like the very next step on VR. Sweet. Excited. Um, 21st of June, we have Crash Team Racing. Anyone excited about Crash Team Racing? Nitro Fueled? No. Nope. Big old remake of uh, CTR. Crash and Sonic going up to go up against each other quite close together, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I always hear great things about Crash Team Racing, but I never played it. So I'm, I'm quietly curious about it. I think I'll probably pick it up. Uh, 25th of June is Judgment, which is that Yakuza spin-off. Um, hearing lots of good things about that. Um, if you're into Yakuza, I guess you're going to be on that immediately. Uh, the 27th of June is The Sinking City, which is a game that I wanted to play ages ago, but it got delayed. Um, so I'm looking forward to that on PS4 and Xbox One. And Super Mario Maker 2 is coming out on the 28th of June, which I'm personally very excited about. I'm looking forward to making more Mario levels. What, what have they added to Sorry, Switch? Go on. I mean, I honestly don't know all that much about it, to be honest. <laughs> but um, it's just it's it's a game creation where you can make up Super Mario Maker. I presume there's going to be a different engine because in the first one you can make games from the classic Mario Brothers and then the new ones. And so I'm assuming they're going to add some more, and there'll just be more available options, I guess, to make games. Okay. With um, so if you're into it, there it is. Um, July the 19th sees Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order coming to the new Switch. Ultimate Alliance is exclusive on Switch now, which is interesting. Marvel Ultimate Alliance isn't a great series, in my opinion. Uh, the first two, they had that, they, they, they came out on what, PS4, and they were both very poor. Yeah. If you remember us attempting to play through them. But um, the third one looks pretty dope, so hopefully that does well for them. Um, Youngblood, the Wolfenstein spin-off, is out yes, in July yes. as well. Oh my god, I can't wait for this. It looks so, yeah. so good. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, go and look it up on uh, fingerguns.net. I got very hyped about it. I wasn't that excited at all about it. And then I saw that trailer and I'm super, super hyped for it. So bring that on. Um, August 27th is, according to Wikipedia, is a very busy day because Control is coming out from Remedy, um, which looks oh, awesome. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's going to be that's going to be rad, hopefully. It looks pretty cool. Um, but also, that day apparently is Shenmue 3 day. What? What? I, I heard it's August. Uh, 
Apparently, yeah, I am in August. This is the 27th of August, which is what I'm talking about right now. Oh, okay. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously that's not been confirmed, but that's just a placeholder right now, it looks like. But that would be great, because that means it's not too far away. And September the 13th, moving up a bit, is uh, Borderlands 3, which has its official gameplay reveal uh, next week, uh, or the week coming that you're listening to this. Yeah, it's the day after this goes live, isn't it? It's the 1st of May? Uh, yes. So, yeah, be Tuesday this week. Cool. There you go. Um, is it Tuesday or the 30th? Am I going crazy? No, 1st of May is Wednesday. Okay. Oh, okay. There we are. <laughs> so Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, hey, you've already seen it. Let us know how it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's not much else. October Persona 5 Royal, uh, which just got announced, if I remember rightly. This is a presumably it's a bigger version of Persona Five that was out a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's like like the golden version of Persona Four, so they've added a few new characters and an extra city to navigate, and more people to befriend. So, just a, like a bigger version. People are pissed off about this, to be honest, because they people thought that Persona Five was like fifty hours too long as it was. Um, <laughs> so they now they've added another fifty hours, and everyone's like, no, it's a hundred hours too long. But, you know, they, they often balance things. So they balanced Persona 4 with Persona 4 Golden. So we'll see. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to it because I've not played Persona 5 yet. And I kind of held off because I'm, I'm quietly replaying Persona 4 every night. Like half an hour here, half an hour there. And um, I was going to like pick up Persona 5 when I finished Persona 4. And I like 100%ed it. And now I have a reason to hold off. I can, I can go for Persona 4 Royale. Royal instead, which is great. Thanks, yeah. Atlas. Thanks, Sega. <laughs> Cheers, Atlas. Well done for not releasing it on Switch and pissing off the entire internet. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joker being in uh, Joker coming to Smash is a uh, was such a tease, and everyone expected Persona Five Royal to come to Switch, and it isn't. So that's fun. Uh, let's see. November the thirteenth is uh, thirteen, which will be lovely. Nice. Um, Obviously, you can still know quite a little about that, but it's a remake of the original uh, of the original game back in the PS2, GameCube, Xbox era. Um, if you go back on our last podcast, we were talking about it quite a bit. So go and check out our thoughts on that. And two days later is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, I can't believe they're still coming out this year. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, presumably it's been a development for a long, long time, and they're uh, they're finally kicking it out the door. The uh, the kind of the ratio between games being announced and games coming out seems to be getting smaller from certain publishers. So, yeah, bless Gosh. you, Greg. Thank bless you. you Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the last release date I have here on December third is the last episode of Life is Strange Two. Have you been playing Life is Strange Two, Sean? I wanted to wait until all three episodes were out. Um, for some, like, I really liked um, Before the Storm, but the wait killed me. And the, the wait between these episodes seemed to be incredibly long. So I kind of waited for episode one and saw that that came out and then obviously thought, just let's just see when the second episode comes out. And unlike Telltale, which used to like bang them out every two to three months, it's been like six months since between episodes. So I've kind of just decided I'm going to wait until the end and I'll probably pick it up once it's all out there and I can get it all in one go. Nice. Because... The, the, like I, used, I, I love episodic content. I like playing short games, but you really need to kind of 
have them coming out more regularly for people to really stay interested. That's why Telltale yeah. is so good, and despite the fact that obviously they crunched to death. So yeah, yeah. So I guess you'll be playing Life is Strange two in uh, twenty twenty <laughs> when yeah. all of these things come out together. Yeah, probably. Nice. I mean, there's so much that's due out this year that still still doesn't have release dates. I mean, we're looking at Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Um, Dr. Mario World, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it was an iOS game. That's why. Gears 5, um, In the Valley of the Gods, which I'm so excited about. Babylon, um, Babylon's Fall is meant to be out this year, isn't it? Uh, Babylon's Fall is due this year, yeah. Oh, I wasn't it going so bad? I know, I know, mate. It's coming, I don't love worry. Platinum, they're my favourites ever. Um, Mario Kart Tour is coming out soon, which is a uh, iOS Android Mario Kart game. That'll be a game that can actually... Planet Zoo looks wicked. Planet Zoo. It's just a zoo simulator. I'm all about that. It's a shame it's only coming on PC, but yeah, I'm excited about that regardless. But uh, yeah, there's so much coming out. Ori and the Will of the Wisps might be this year as well. Psychonauts 2. Um, the remake of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, Saints Road III is coming to Switch? Really? Why? So, no one yeah. knows why. <laughs> uh, the Surge 2. The Surge is getting a sequel. Yeah. Wow. Was it popular? <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Like, folks hated home... it. I'm not going to lie. I, I really thought it sucked. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, they, it is a Soulsborne style game, isn't it? So, you know, if you didn't like Dark Souls, you're going to bounce on it pretty heavily. So, it's, it's what it, it's got its it's got its um it's got its audience of people who like souls but like sci-fi too so it did a lot better than the other one that we played was it the the technomancer oh yeah that one is this is this done by the same people done that was it bound to flame or something like that about yeah like fantasy yeah. yeah that was awful do you know what <laughs> yeah that that the game had its issues and it's yeah uh paul tell me um you fly the flag quite a lot for Assassin's Creed 4 as the best Assassin's Creed game. Oh, yes. Am I right? You so, are. does Skull and Bones excite you? No. I don't think. I, I, it's, it's a strange one. I don't know what it is. Um, there's just something about Assassin's Creed 4 that just sort of worked. Um, the um, um, I was playing um, Odyssey, and there's some sort of sea battles in there. Um, and they just sort of annoyed me. They got in a way. I just wanted to like go away and mm. get on with climbing or whatever. Um, I, don't, I don't really know much about. Um, well, it's uh, a game that's uh, that's spelled uh, Skull and Bones. It's by <laughs> Ubisoft, <laughs> and uh, it's due this year. Um, it revolves around naval warfare. So I was curious if you had any any interest in it. But well, um, I thought it might have some interest in um, that rare pirate game. I'm, I'm terrible today. What the hell's wrong with me? What's it called? Sea of Thieves. That's it. But I didn't like that either. So. Mm, okay. Um, All right. I was curious. Um, yeah. All right. Well, this yeah. Made, there's it's a made lot. by the same guys, isn't it? That did did the whole like sailing mechanic for Black Flag. And Essentially, yeah. They've just been given license to make a whole game built built around it. So and, it might be right up your street, Paul. You know. Yeah, it I might know, work. It might be. I, I just don't know enough about it, really. But um, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple of with E3 of. Uh, Sorry, Ubisoft have dropped a lot of E3 trailers about it, but there's never been, at least I, to my knowledge, there hasn't been a deep dive into it yet anywhere. Mm. So we'll, uh, we shall see on that front. Um, right, I'm going to skip over the next thing, and I'm going to jump straight to, very, very, very quickly, super naturally spoiler-free. Paul, what did you think of Avengers Endgame? Yeah, it was great. Paul, uh, Sean, what did you think of Avengers Endgame? Pretty cool. 
I look forward to discussing the many issues I have with it in six months' time. Hang on. Well, I have a few issues as well, but I won't. Da, 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 da. No, I, no. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the issue. I, I it, to say anything more would be to spoil it. I, I think it was a very awesome film. Um, but in six months' time, much like we do with so many things that we get so hyped about, um, in in six months' time, we'll be looking at it and going, mm, mm, I don't know. So, like Star Wars, you mean? I, I, I'm just saying, in in six months' time, we can we're probably going to have a really great discussion about that film, but. It's impossible to do so when the hype machine is this hyped. So I've seen it and I still want to go and see it again. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but like I I came out thinking, well, well yeah. so, you know, we'll see. Okay. Okay. To be fair, I'm still digesting it. I only saw it this morning. So, um, well done. Still, still get my head around it. Awesome. Well, I thought it was a. I've had like three days to kind of sit and digest on it, and I thought it was magnificent and uh, a true, wonderful ending to the entire saga. And I'm going to leave it there. One day we might all sit around and do a big old chat about it because I'm quite curious to see what Sean's concerns were and whether or not we can put them to bed at all. But yes, go see Endgame if you haven't already. It's made like 1.2 billion in in the first weekend, which is insane. Um, wow. So. Crazy, crazy times for Marvel and Disney. I'm sure they're very, very happy. Is it going to be Avatar? Is it going to be the best movie, the biggest movie of all time? Yeah, yes. probably. Interesting. Interesting. I think the aim is three billion. So, uh, right. Uh, let's go then to the quiz answers. And Sean, I love you dearly, but let's see if we can rattle through them because otherwise, I'm, I'm going to be keeping you guys here all night long. I, I will. I will rattle through them. Okay. Um, quiz answers. Question one was, damn, those alien bastards are going to pay for shooting on my ride. And that was from Duke Nukem 3D. Woo! I've got, can we just go, can we just go for Duke Nukem? Is that cool? I'll take Duke Nukem. Yeah. Hey! Hey! It was, it was great because you said it doesn't have to be the character, just the game. And that is both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True. Okay, uh, question two was a man chooses a slave obeys. Greg, what have you got for this one? It was Andrew Ryan of Bioshock. It was. Congratulations. Uh, question three. So this one was a bit of a toughie, but um, some trees flourish, others die, some cattle grow strong, others are taken by wolves, some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing fair. Ross, what have you got? Red Dead Redemption. Well done, buddy. Well done. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I put Far Cry 5. I'll put Manic Miner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, question four was Requiescent Badge. I'm, I'm going to just say in unison after three. One, two, three. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah, so, so it's not Creed. MX versus ATV then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, it was not. Um, okay, fine. Okay, question five. It's dangerous to go along. Take this. Paul, Dude, what did you get? Oh, I thought it was an evil down. What? Excuse me? What? Well, it could be. It's a feasible answer. It's a I mean, feasible answer. That could be added to any game. So take this gun, bow, rock. No, no, wait. No. It, this is one of the most famous lines in video game history. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Zelda. Yeah. Know. Well oh, done, mate. <laughs> you, you, got, you got it. You got it around the guess at the end. <laughs> nice. Okay. 
Okay, question six. Um, protocol one, link to pilot. Protocol two, uphold the mission. Protocol three, protect the pilot. Um, Greg, what have you got? I got Titanfall two. Congratulations, it was Titanfall two. Yeah. Uh, uh, Titanfall, singular. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, fine. Oh. Cheers. Okay, question okay. seven. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Paul, what have you got for this? Trolls Fusion. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) 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 Correct, yeah. Obviously. (laughs) Um, The the answer is Skyrim. Um, Sorry, buddy. We were so close. So close. (laughs) Um... <laughs> okay, question eight. Uh, I was going to call it piss or brains in honor of in honor of. I can't fucking speak now. You fucking set me right one one. <laughs> okay, question eight. I was going to call it piss or brains in honor of you, but that just feels immature. Maybe butt stallion. Um, Ross, where have you got, buddy? Uh, that sounds some Jack, isn't it, from Borderlands Two? It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question nine. Boy. Obviously, it was from God of War. I'm not going to test anybody's knowledge there. Um, question 10. War is where the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. Roscoe, you said you almost had this as a tattoo, so tell me the answer. It is Grand Theft Auto 4. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Nico, Nico Bellic. Bellic. That's the one. Okay, question 11. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Um, <laughs> Paul, what have you got for this one, buddy? FIFA 19. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what I've got, though. What's well on, buddy? <laughs> you can just see... Cave. It, it was Cave. It was Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson from Portal 2. Yeah. Yeah. Answer was Portal 2. Uh, voiced by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yes. Hence Ross's Spider-Man reference. There you go. Well yep. the, the circle is complete. Okay. Question 12. Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth. And we most definitely regret that the core just blew up our raggedy-ass fleet. Anybody got a, a guess on this? This is going to no. really piss me off, I can tell. Because it's... Cause it's, um, it's... Johnson, isn't it? From I just can't remember the franchise. Um, it's Halo. It's Halo Two. Oh, oh. It's the whole conversation between um, Cortana and regret, regret, regret. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's heartbreaking. I know. I, I didn't Damn. want. To, I, I took a line out of that to make it harder, and I, I wish I hadn't though. But okay. <laughs> um, so question three. Um, now we can fight as warriors hand to hand. It is the basis of all combat. Only a fool trust his life to a weapon. Greg? It's Grey Fox, a.k.a. Frank Yeager from Metal Gear Solid. That is it, Metal Gear Solid. Congratulations. Jesus Christ. Right. Right. I like Metal Gear Solid. Never played it. <laughs> Stuck here. <coughs> okay. Um, question 14. Congratulations. You have completed a great game and proved the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. Has anybody got a guess? I think so. Go on, then. I want to say ghouls and ghosts. Oh, so close. But not Whoa, what was it? Ghosts and goblins. No, no, close. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, what did, what did you put? Uh, ghosts and ghouls. Uh, it was Ghostbusters. Oh, what? Oh. 
I thought I thought ghouls and ghosts had a similar thing then. It does, it does, but not like this. This is the the Ghostbusters um, from the from yeah. the Commodore or the Amiga or something. Commodore. Yeah. Oh balls. Uh, so yeah, and uh, question fifteen: You were almost a jail sandwich. Only, but do you know what, Paul? I'm going to give you this one to you because you should know this. <laughs> Resident Evil. Yes. Yes. Okay. Victory. It's, do you know what's even weirder is the one in the remake when he says you were almost thin enough to put into a sandwich, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so uh, if you tap up your scores, um, I'm going to figure out who's leading these quizzes by next week. But um, let's let's have a look. Who who got the high score? Greg, how many did you get? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Well done, son. Bloody hell. Um, Paul, obviously you've got more than that. Yeah, I've got five. Five. Well done, mate. That's, that's <laughs> not bad. Actually. That's not bad at all. Um, Roscoe, can you beat eleven? You see, I've got to be like Clarkson now and not feel smug, and not Ooh. have it, and not have it come across as being smug. Um, I got twelve. Well Ooh. done. Oh, which ones did you get wrong? Was the um, Metal Gear Solid um, and the other two, 12, yeah, 13, two. and 14. Okay, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Well done. Um, so that is the, the quiz for this week. Roscoe is the winner. Again, I... just want to put that again. Again. Yeah. On top of the table here, I am Man City right now. Didn't get the Ghostbusters one, did you? Yeah, well, I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> Yeah, so um, right. yeah, I'll, I'll make an, an even easier quiz for next week. Please do. Can't wait. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Sean. Uh, right, that is it from us, ladies and gentlemen, this week. Uh, just very quickly before we go, um, out this week. Uh, it's a bit of a quiet one this week, so I will tell you that Black Paradox is coming out on the 30th of April. And as is Fate of Silence, which um, I'm reviewing right now, and there's going to be a lot of coverage on that on website uh starting from the 30th so do keep an eye out for that and there's fell seal arbiter's mark coming to ps4 anyone know anything about that not scooby all right so that's coming in as well that's very exciting uh fun fantasy which one is that x i fantasy 12 uh there's only arcade just coming out on physical for switch and that's pretty much it really it's all i can see not much going on this week it's quite a quiet one so plenty of time for you to get stuck into days gone and mortal kombat 11 Whee! unless you want to get any of those games who knows fade design is maybe terrible or maybe great i can't tell you yet i will tell you someday soon um well that does bring a chapter close to another podcast thank you all very much indeed for listening don't forget if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter on at FNGRGNS. All of our individual handles are in the description below. You can follow us on Facebook on FingerGunsUK, facebook.com forward slash FingerGunsUK, obviously. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean, if you do want to find it on any of there. The RSS uh, feed is also on Podbean, if you do want to have it shot directly to your phone instead of going through any of the uh, subscribers. You can, of course, follow us on Patreon. This entire podcast is funded by our patrons. So thank you very much indeed. If you do want to contribute in any way, we'd be hugely grateful for that. We do $1 a month or around about 87 pence a month um, for our subscribers. So thank you very much indeed if you have already done that. And of course, if you do have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. And we are Twitch affiliates. So if you do want to subscribe to our Twitch channel, 
you can do that and don't miss a single second of the Ultimate Mortal Kombat 11 tournament between Greg and Sean. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. If it ever happens, I will be there. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be great. Get over here. Hey! <laughs> uh, so that does bring an end to our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again next week for more shenanigans, I'm sure. So, it's goodbye from Mr. Paul Collett. Cheerio. It's a goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Trardock. And it is goodbye from Sekiro Shadows Die Twice and Mr. Greg Hicks. <sighs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Goodbye.